0: is who we are wler butler cranberry this is what we do everything that rocks is on the rock station 97.7 the grassroots show sunday nights at seven brought to you by shady lady productions on the rock station 97.7
1: good evening and welcome to a sunday night edition of local music we call it the Grassroots Show, presented by Shady Lady Productions, here on The Rock Station 97.7. And this segment of our show brought to you by our friends at the Meat Locker Recording Studio in Butler. Jim Harpel and his staff, they can make you sound great and get you on The Grassroots Show, Meat Locker Recording Studio. I'm Bob Cup, joining you from The Rock Station and from Shady Lady Productions. Now 16-plus years of age is Shady Lady Productions. Mr. Utah Burgess, good evening, Utah. Good evening, Bob. It's good to see you again. Yeah, it was a great, great show last week.
2: I really enjoyed that one.
1: Fun, fun visit. I, mean, I like there. them all, but yeah, yeah it, was, it was, it was good. Well, it was, it was cool because we got to talk to a sponsor. We got to talk to a hometown business yep. and find out, you know, the little meat and bones and some some things that they do, which was cool. And it's always great to advertise a, a great hometown business. That has had the longevity in the history. Yeah, I mean, when you mention the name Cummings, it's very well known in this community. And a longtime musician himself. So. About yeah, that. And we covered it all. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff. Well, tonight we're going to cover even more. Uh, we'll talk local music. We're going to have a visit from two of the members of the band Murder for Girls. And uh, I first was into, I've had very limited time to know about them, uh, but we got to see them during the Save Our Stages virtual concert series that happened, well, hard to believe, almost a year ago, it feels like. (laughs) Uh, But uh, they were back in February when we were down at the Next Door Cafe, and uh, they were part of one of the punk nights. And they've got a a fun sound. I think it's going to be intriguing for you to hear some of their new material. They've got a brand-new album out that uh, they had put together a year ago, but really, uh, because of the pandemic, didn't have the proper way to release like many bands have Not had that opportunity, but we'll get an opportunity to visit with them here tonight.
2: Yeah, looking forward to that. I quite enjoyed their performance. It was fun stuff, like you said.
1: Yeah. Of course, uh, you were busy this past weekend. I was at a friend's uh, wedding. but uh, Way to go, Art. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Finally, finally, finally did it. We finally agreed. (laughs) Now, congratulations, Art and Brandy, or avid uh, participants in the band Jam Grassroots Music Festival. In fact, they had probably the coolest... Band Jam RV vehicle in the history of the Band Jam Grassroots Music Festival. Yeah, that was a pretty cool ride they had. <laughs> they they <laughs> tooling down the road with Band <laughs> Jam written all over yeah. it. Opened up the door and a keg rolled out. <laughs> but uh, you were uh, down at, speaking of kegs, uh, Beer Fest, I understand, uh, down at... Uh, uh, in mars i guess it turned out to be a pretty awesome event yeah it was a beautiful beautiful evening and um they always do well at
2: that uh, event it's a lot of fun a lot of local you know vendors are out there breweries distilleries wineries and food vendors whoever made that those uh, progies in that uh well, that, i forget the name of the other stuff man that was sure good but uh yeah we did a full band show um just it's a lot of fun to be able to do those and this was like a full full band show we played for three hours and uh you know, to get to jam with Chris Compton and Zach Rovito. I'm already lucky enough to get to play with Jennifer Lynn Baker. But you know, we get all all get together like that. It's a good time.
1: Cool. I understand too that there was a, a special guest bartender at a certain event last week too. Uh, so I didn't uh, didn't make that event, but I saw some interesting pictures from it. <laughs> yes, I'll tell you what. Um,
2: I, you know, I always treat bartenders well, but that, that brought me a whole new level of respect.
1: I was sore for days after that. I I was. Bet. I was Busting my butt, yeah, yeah. Well, I married a bartender, and yeah. I know it's not an easy job, uh, you know, especially because you're dealing with people who are imbibing. But you know, they want served quick, and so does the next guy. I mean, it keeps you hopping. And it looked like there was a doggone good crowd down at the Liberty Corner. Oh it?
2: yeah, it was packed. It was yeah. absolutely packed. And I'm, um, um, you know, I was really looking forward to getting to toss somebody, cut
1: somebody off, and toss them. <laughs> but uh, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. No. So maybe another time. <laughs> Good stuff. And, of course, the 11th Frame Concert Series continued. Shag Dog Melonhead down at uh, the Family Bowl away where their sidebar is. And it uh, looked like that was a good show, too.
2: Yeah, a lot of fun there. And I got to hang out there. And Shag Dog Melonhead, you know,
1: who doesn't love them? Yeah. They're, they always uh, deliver. That's awesome. And that'll be continuing too. You've got two more shows uh, coming up at the Frame uh, over the next couple of months with some great bands coming in.
2: Yeah, we got uh, Rustic Revelation coming in and Lucky Me.
1: So looking forward to that. And hopefully we can continue it next year. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's great to have another venue on the docket playing and buying into the local music. And uh, we certainly appreciate everybody that shows up and supports these local shows and supporting our local musicians because we sure love to brag about them and celebrate them here on this show and of course at the band jam and you uh help out twofold when you go show up you're supporting a business and you're supporting band business as well and that is, and that's an important key yeah so we got a, a fun visit tonight with murder for girls we're going to get to jonathan and stephanie coming up here in a few moments but uh we've got some brand new music that we want to talk to you about and uh, excited to uh, hear that uh the first group uh, are coming back into the area again for the second time this year a little later on in the fall
2: yeah i think uh somewhere in november they'll be rolling into town and uh, that's the 40 and i hope we can grab them and get an episode recorded with these guys Um, i know we've tried in the past and It's just how we've never been able to get that schedule together, but I hope we can make it happen. And, uh, yeah, they've got a new song called You've Got Stardust Eyes. It's the 4019s. Very
1: cool. And uh, we'll follow that up with uh, the debut from Jimmy Mack and The Attack. He has just released a brand-new album, had the big debut and uh, the title track. We're going to play that for you, Uh, One for the Blues. And, of course, this is Jimmy McCullough who is part of the Needs Hotel Band, and he has his own band, as we said, Jimmy Mack and the Attack, and they just played Corbry Woodstock. Uh, but Clint, H- Clint Hoover plays some mean harmonica on this, and Don McGurk, Matt Bauer, he's got a great lineup of musicians who are very, very talented, and congratulations to them getting a new release.
2: Yeah, you know, we had Clint scheduled to be on the show last year, but the pandemic messed all that up, so we're going to have to see uh, if we can get him rescheduled, and we do have J-Mac
1: coming up here in a couple weeks on the show. just be fun. Good deal. Well, we'll follow the 4019s with J Mac and the Attack. One for the Blues. As we play you some music tonight, it's the Grassroots Show on the Rock Station ninety seven point seven FM. Call 724-283-4529 or visit MeatLockerRecording.com.
3: When you're feeling sluggish and tired, you need that perfect fix to get you through the day. How about something with great quality that will have your taste buds jumping for joy? It's simple. Just head down to Cummings Candy and Coffee to pick up your favorite drink or snack. Cummings Coffee is the perfect option to kickstart your morning or keep you energized throughout the rest of your day. Visit one of their four convenient locations around Butler. Cummings Candy and Coffee is the perfect place to go if you're looking for the perfect brew for you.
0: Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady
1: Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. Welcome back to the Grassroots Show here tonight, The Rock Station, 97.7, Bob in Utah with you. We appreciate you spending some time on a Sunday night with us. And this segment of our show brought to you by Cummings Candy and Coffee Service. Great visit last week with Barry Cummings, who is the proprietor of Cummings Candy and Coffee, talking a little bit about the business and talking about music and his band Repo Man, of course. Uh, It was a nice visit last week, and I hope you will visit one of the four locations of Cummings. Kind of doing a
2: double uh, shot of punk music here two episodes in a row kind uh, of covering
1: it how about that yeah we are joined by two of the members of the band murder for girls we've got half the crew here tonight joining us uh first up uh visiting with us is the bass player in the band uh, his name is jonathan bag mary jonathan welcome to the grassroots show here tonight thanks very much and one of the guitarists and one of the vocalists of the band, because they have a trio of singers, uh, Stephanie Wallace is joining us. Stephanie, hello. Hi, how you doing? Uh, we're doing great. It's uh, exciting to have you here as a group and our debut to visit with you, so we appreciate the opportunity to speak with you here both tonight. And Jonathan, why don't we uh, start with you? Tell us a little bit of background of the band, and we'll have Stephanie chime in as well. Give us a little description of the band and how you guys came together.
4: Okay. The band came together. Basically, we were sort of morphed from another band, like there had been some lineup changes and that kind of thing. We basically rose from the ashes, or however you want to put it, from uh, a few other lineups to where we are today, playing in and around Pittsburgh in 2013, excuse me. Yeah, it's been eight years.
1: Oh, wow. So you guys have been together uh, quite a while Stephanie, I'd be curious, did you know Jonathan uh, in the other group? And I mean, how did that uh, collaboration uh, come to full circle and become Murder for Girls?
5: Yeah, um, so I was actually, I came into the band probably about a year after they had formed. I had seen them play at a club in Pittsburgh uh, where a friend of mine worked at, happened to be there that night, and just really loved their sound. I noticed that, I, I, I didn't know at the time, but they were playing as a three-piece. They had just lost the other member of the band, and um, I asked them, I, I kind of could kind of tell that oh, they could maybe use a little bit of fill-in guitar, maybe an extra vocalist, and uh, talk to them after. and. We decided to jam together and see if we got, got along, and we, we did. <laughs> and um, uh, The rest is history. I've been with them ever since. And, uh, yeah, it's been a, quite the uh, exciting journey we've been on. For, I've been been with them since, I guess, 2014. Yeah, but um, we, we do mostly shows in and around Pittsburgh. Two of the three girls in the band have had young children. They're all getting older now, so we're excited to maybe be uh, branching out a little more, getting on the road. A little bit like um, this last album that we just recorded, we were able to go all the way to Hudson, New York to record in Tommy Stinson's studio. And uh, that was just amazing. Yeah, we're looking forward to doing more stuff like that in the future.
1: So Jonathan, tell us uh, the two other band members as well uh, who also do vocals.
4: The other two band members, that would be Tammy Wallace. She plays guitar as well. She's a guitarist and singer. And then our drummer, Michelle Dunlap, who also sings. She generally contributes two or three songs an album in terms of her vocals.
1: So. Okay. So how does the songwriting uh, process work for you guys? Let's start with you, Jonathan. Uh, does everybody bring something to the table and share it, or is it individual? Is Who's the Kickstarter, I guess?
4: Well, for the most part, um, everybody contributes their own parts. That, you know, and now, in terms of what the origin of the, the song, like where did it actually start, uh, a lot of our recorded material began originally with basslines I had written, either recently or recently. Uh, In the past, some of the baselines we use are are things that I wrote back in the 1990s. Um, And other times we kind of spontaneously generate things. Uh, Stephanie has contributed song ideas. And then basically from that, whenever we start working on a song, everybody contributes their own parts. Everybody writes their own lyrics, that kind of thing. Mm
1: -hmm. So whoever is singing is going to be presenting uh, that version of the lyrics, I would guess. Is, Is that what you're saying?
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some there's some collaboration, but primarily the singer is lyricist.
1: Okay, cool. So where do you draw your inspiration from, Stephanie, as a musician and, and a writer?
5: Oh, wow. Uh, well, I guess it, a lot of times, well, Jonathan always has interesting names. He usually names his uh, bass lines that we pull from off of um, women in film, actually, a lot of female directors and actresses and, and things. So sometimes I'll... Uh, I know Tammy does it as well, to actually go back and watch some of those people's work and uh, kind of try to draw a little inspiration off that and tie in, you know, real-life stuff, Uh, whatever's going on at the time. Uh, So it makes it fun, and, and, yeah, it's honestly never been a challenge to find um, something to write about. Uh, That's uh, one of the reasons I'll be in the band.
1: Cool, cool. We're visiting Uh, mm -hmm. with uh, Jonathan Bagmary and Stephanie Wallace. They are... Two of the four members of Murder for Girls here tonight on the Grassroots Show. So, Jonathan, let's get a little more background of you and talk to you both about background. Uh, What led you down a musical path? Did you come from a musical family, or what inspired you to start playing bass?
4: Well, uh, actually, one of the strange things about that is that uh, my parents were not musical at all. They didn't play musical instruments. Um, there, There were no musical instruments in the house when I was very young. And I suppose in terms of inspiration, it, it, for me, it was rather than learning music from my parents, it was listening to records. And my mom had several tens full of 45s of, of Beatle, actual Beatle, Beatle singles, uh, you know, some early, um, R&B, that kind of thing, some doo-wop stuff. So. So that was my early experience listening to Beatles and, and specific singles from that era, the 60s and, and 70s, early 70s. And, um, and then in terms of me playing music, I started playing guitar, learning guitar when I was seven. In terms of switching to bass, it just so happened in 1987, I joined a band and the bass player turned out to be a better guitarist. And coincidentally, I was a pretty good bassist. So yeah, I've been I've been playing bass since that time in 1987. I don't even own a guitar.
1: Oh wow! You <laughs> so, so you dedicated uh, fully. I into got the one. Lace. I'll sell you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Stephanie, how about your background? What led you down a musical path?
5: Yeah, um, I uh, unlike John, I, I grew up in a very musical household. My dad um, is a jazz pianist, so. Uh, grew up with a baby grand and started learning piano as a kid um and then yeah growing up in the 90s through the grunge rock era I got into rock and roll and that, and that kind of stuff and taught myself uh, guitar on this crappy little 3 quarter acoustic that I had um and uh so that was fun I think I think the first song I learned was Lithium and, and um, uh ended up with a going to the pawn shop and buying my first electric guitar getting a nirvana bleach guitar tablature book and uh learned to read tab and then just kind of went from there so that's why a lot of what i do is power chord based <laughs> uh kind of uh opens a new door once you learn uh that basic thing and then um yeah from there uh i actually ended up the first band i was in as a teenager i played bass in um so similar to the john <laughs> we kind of switched off um and uh but never never put down the guitar uh so and then um after that band kind of broke up in my early 20s i um ended up becoming a pilot so i was uh i had a weird schedule where i was out of town all the time wasn't really conducive to playing in a band for many years until i built seniority and had a decent schedule so um the timing kind of worked out when i met these guys and uh yeah i was able to play in a band again which uh nothing beats playing out live music and uh yeah it's been great so
1: pretty cool are you a commercial airline pilot
5: yeah, I've been. Um, currently, I'm not right now, but I was a captain of an Embraer 170 for many years. So. Oh, that's but, awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Very, very, very cool. It's impressive. Yeah. Jonathan and Stephanie here tonight. They're from Murder for Girls. Let's uh, spin a song and we'll continue our discussion, especially if we want to get into uh, the recording of the album and uh, where people can find you. But we have a song called Exposure from the album. A little background to that, Stephanie? What what, uh, what led you to write Exposure?
5: Um. If- A lot of things that I write on my own, just melodies kicking around in my head, usually when I'm driving or something similar. And uh, just kind of, uh, yeah, form the melody off that. And then whatever I'm feeling at the time, I think um, actually the lyrics and exposure is kind of based on whenever you play a show and they say, well, the exposure is great, but we can't pay anything. (laughs) <laughs>
1: the, the story of a band we can do a show on that <laughs> i think we have yeah. <laughs> yeah i think we have well here it is it's murder for girls it's exposure tonight on the grassroots show we appreciate you tuning in to the rock station 977 streaming at 977rocks.com our show tonight presented by shady lady productions and this segment brought to you by cummings candy and coffee service mm-hmm.
6: Suffer in silence to the line resort. To-
7: the last time your job let you dream big gave you a sense of achievement made you truly happy now imagine providing for your family like you never thought you could imagine traveling to places you never dreamed you would imagine helping others while helping yourself as a woodman life representative you can earn great money and exceptional benefits like group health insurance and a 401k plan for those who qualify top performers can also win cash bonuses and exciting incentive trips Plus, with Woodman Life, you'll have the freedom to be your own boss while being a leader in your community. If you're looking for a career where you can be your own boss and determine your own income, we can help. Hi, I'm Tony Angerette, your local Woodman Life recruiting sales manager. Call me to find out more at 724-431-1932. Insurance protection, financial security. Woodman of the World Life Insurance Society of Omaha, Nebraska. Woodman Life, standing strong for generations.
0: The Grassroots Show, Sunday nights at 7, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7.
1: Back on The Grassroots Show here tonight, this segment brought to you by Roses Superette, where they are high on the hill and right on the price. If you're hungry, Roses Superette's the place to go. They can take care of anything from lunch to your dinner, sides, additions, making a visit to somebody's get-together, football games, whatever, it's that time of year, and hey grilling season still around. You can hop up to Rose's Superette and check out some of the great selections that they have for you. Fresh cut, they're a butcher shop, and more. Rose's Superette, we appreciate their support of local music. Here tonight as we visit with the band Murder for Girls, actually visiting with Stephanie Wallace and Jonathan beck from the band, two of the four members, and we just heard a song called Goth Girl. Jonathan, can you give us a little background to that? Now, that was Michelle on the lead vocals, am I right?
4: Yes, that's that's correct. And as far as I remember with that bass line, I believe that is something that Michelle and I sort of generated spontaneously. Like sometimes she'll just play a beat and I'll start jamming over top of it. Yeah, or sometimes we'll just come up with something on the spot that's good. You know, we just record that quickly. And uh, in, in, in the case of that song, yeah, that wound up being a Michelle
1: song in terms of her vocals and lyrics. Generated from the back end, the bass and the drums. Yeah, yep, for yep. girls. Pretty cool. Stephanie, I do have to ask you this. I, I note that uh, Tammy's name is Wallace. Your name is Wallace. Are you related?
5: Actually, no, that's a total coincidence. Oh. We didn't even realize it until, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until after... Uh, she was married into the Wallace uh, uh, namesake, but uh, no, yeah, it was just a complete coincidence. Yeah. I think she's probably the only Wallace I've, I've known other than myself and my family. So. <laughs> That's neat.
1: So tell yeah. us a little bit about the uh, recording process. You guys went up to New York. Uh, how did you end up recording up there? Jonathan, you want to take it first?
4: Well, sure. I don't know all of the details about how that all came together. Um, essentially, um, Tammy had gotten uh, acquainted with uh, a certain Tommy Stinson from The Replacements and also from from Guns N' Roses and so on, and it was just the kind of deal that you know they chatted after a show. As you know, sometimes you get to meet people and you know that kind of thing. And and then you know he wound up following us on on social media, and uh, we 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 kept in touch. And uh, yeah, when when the time came. Uh, somebody said, again, I can't even remember the sequence, That why don't we ask Tommy if he'd like to do it? And he obviously he did, yeah. And that's how we wound up going up there to record.
1: Stephanie, I'm curious uh, how long the recording process uh, took, especially because you guys did this, uh, the, the album was completed in time for a May release last year and obviously we went through a uh, and are still going through a situation here uh, of uh, interruption. Uh, how difficult of a process was it, and what was the, uh, the time frame that you guys put the album together?
5: Well, um, we actually recorded it. Uh, we went up to Hudson over a weekend in early October, so it was a bit before the pandemic was beginning, so we already had it down on tape um and then tommy took a bit to mix it because he's obviously a busy man so um so that took several months but by the time we were all mixed and mastered and ready to release um the pandemic was full swing everything was shutting down and we were kind of in a dilemma do we do we wait it out to do a release we had a whole release show planned with um some other great local bands and um that we obviously had to cancel uh, i think that was set for may you know it, it was kind of a a gamble do we release it now or wait, however long this is going to take, and um, we decided, you know, let, let's go ahead and release it. We were still really, so we were still very actively writing new stuff, so we figured, uh, you know, that it, being that it could take as long as it has to get through the pandemic, and uh, we're still there. Yeah, we decided to go ahead and get it out there and uh, move on and keep writing. And uh, we actually just recorded another new album um, just a couple months ago that we're getting ready to release probably in the fall. That uh, yeah, we're real excited about.
1: Would you record with Tommy again on the new material that'll be coming?
5: Well, no, we, we didn't record this newest one, uh, with Tommy. Um, yeah, Tommy was, that was sort of, um, it was a great experience, you know, obviously to, to work with him and, and that's, Really, I think the first album that was truly produced by someone like he really had a lot of input on, you know, what it should sound like. He's he's very good with, um, you know, uh, molding a sound of a band. And you'll notice that it sounds very different from any of the other albums that we use. He, for instance, he wouldn't let us use uh, our distortion pedals at all. He wanted to record everything clean, uh, which is very much his style. Um, but it came out sounding great and it was great to have a guy like that, um, you know, kind of push us into something somewhere that maybe wasn't our comfort zone at the time. Um, so in that way, it was a great experience, but um, yeah, this album, and especially due to pandemic as well, uh, it just didn't make sense to be traveling to record. So we actually did it with a, a local gentleman who's very well known for his recording skills, John Stokner of Johnny and the Razorblades, and he's just fantastic as well. And we recorded it in his basement studio, So, um, and we're very excited about it. I think we took a lot of what Tommy, uh, a lot of the input he gave us and used that as inspiration to, uh, I, think, I think he really improved our songwriting game. And um, yeah, I'm super excited about this new one.
1: Mm -hmm. We got the first opportunity to see you guys as part of the uh, Save Our Stages efforts uh, down in uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, You were part of that?
5: Mm -hmm. The the first season. Yeah, Yeah, the first season we were on. Yeah, Um, yeah, and that was, you know, obviously an awesome cause. And pianos and stuff, they built this new and beautiful space. But it's been a shame that they can't have bigger shows there because of um, the situation. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to going back there. But, yeah, they did a great job. Production Value was awesome. Um, and yeah, we've been uh, honored to be a part of it.
2: I'm I'm really curious here. Where did the name fr- of the band come from?
5: We did have um, several
4: lineup changes, and it got to the point at which I was the only remaining member from the previous band. So it it did occur to me, and I felt very strongly at the time that we we re- really should change the band name because it's not the same band anymore. It's completely different people, new new look, new feel. Yeah. So we just went through the normal process, like like bands do of trying to rack their brains looking for a a band name. And what happened was I was sitting in a McDonald's uh, mooching on their Wi-Fi and I was just running different Google searches trying to look for names, you know, that kind of thing. And I found a website called Band Names for Girls. And I actually looked at it, and as you can imagine, most of the names were horrible. You know, just you know, <laughs> go- go- goofy, goofy, silly names that no one would ever even think of using except as a joke. And I was like, well, this is kind of silly. And I, at that point, I was frustrated. But then, when I looked at the um, the title of the uh, uh, website, I said, well, what other things are for girls or not for girls? And and this whole idea of things being for boys or for girls, just kind of dwelling on that, and I started plugging words in. And, yeah, then I thought of Murder for Girls, you know, like murders performed specifically for or by girls, you know, that kind of thing. And, yeah, that's what I suggested, and we did ultimately wind up going with that.
1: I'm Googling this now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a neat story. Of course, the album uh, Done in the Dark uh, is out, and we're playing some cuts from that here tonight as we continue our visit with Jonathan and Stephanie from Murder for Girls. Uh, Stephanie, I'll ask you uh, some of the older material. Uh, where can people find some of the older material, including Done in the Dark, and uh, follow Murder for Girls and find where you guys are playing? You have some online uh, presence out there?
5: Oh, yeah. We're on uh, all, the, all the big platforms, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Twitter. We also have a website, www.murderforgirls.com and uh, I actually run that website. I haven't been super good at keeping up with recent shows on there, but Facebook is the place to find um, our event announcements and things. Uh, But on the website you'll find links to all of our albums and uh, you can also go to Bandcamp uh, to download any of them or see us at a show and we always bring our uh, merch case with us and if we have physical copies, we're happy to pass them along and we'll mail them to you too. If uh, you find your way to our website shop, email us. We're easy to find. So.
1: Any uh, is there a specific plan in mind to release the new album? Is it that you mentioned referred to it maybe uh, here later this year? Uh, is that going to happen, or will that be something you wait till twenty twenty two to hand out?
5: Yeah, we're we're really trying to get it out um, this year. We're a little bit concerned. It's, it's hard to kind of plan any kind of release still with fall oh. coming and the COVID. Yeah. situation uh you know they might reduce capacities again we don't know if we should do a show or not so we're, we're working out those details but the goal is to have it out by end of year um in one one way or another <laughs>
1: right. well we'll encourage everybody to follow along murderforgirls.com and uh we got a couple of new uh, tunes yet to present before we go here but we appreciate the visit here tonight and hearing some of the great music we've got a real real catchy sound and uh, I know you guys always put on a great show too. Having seen you earlier this year, but uh, let's talk a little bit about Honeycomb. This was uh, actually, if if, the, if you go on Bandcamp, this is the first song that will pop up for you. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. That's uh, Jonathan Tammy on the vocals on this one.
4: Yep, that is definitely a Tammy song. And that bassline, I, I as I recall, I, I think I generated that at home. And that's the case of me bringing a bassline in and saying, hey. And here, check this out, and you know, just seeing who likes it, he doesn't like it, that kind of thing. And, and Tammy took that one, Yeah, wrote the lyrics to that. Uh, we did did do some rearranging, if I remember correctly, adjusting it from the original progression and sequence. And uh, yeah, it came out great. And that's actually the lead-off track of the album.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a great song. Very, very catchy. Uh, how about Star? Uh, Tammy also sings that one. Uh, did that have a similar... Development, background-wise? That one, I
4: think, I, I kinda, I, if I'm remembering, I think I wrote that kind of spontaneously in practice. And sometimes, you know, we'll take 15-minute breaks or so, and I'll just sit there and kind of noodle around. And, 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 yeah, that came from that. And, uh, yeah, also, also a Tammy song. This one is interesting to me just because of the structure of it, because it starts out as a very soft, you know, almost traditional country kind of kind of a feel in the beginning, and then towards the end, there's a much heavier, angrier part. It kind of dispels that, you know.
1: Honeycomb and Star, it's murder for girls. Jonathan Bagmerry, and Stephanie Wallace. Jonathan, thanks for the visit here tonight, and wish you guys the best of luck in the future, and hope to catch you live soon again. All right, thanks very much for having us, Stephanie Wallace, as well. Thanks for being with us here tonight.
5: You bet. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having
1: us. Murder for Girls tonight on the Grassroots Show on The Rock Station 97.7 presented by Shady Lady Productions.
0: Rosie's Superette is well known for having the freshest meats in town, whether you're getting beef, pork, or chicken. And Rosie's is the king of ham loaf and butler. Make sure you try their kibasi or smoked meats, and I guarantee you'll be back for more. And pick up some of their delicious prepared foods. Rosie's Superette, open Tuesday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturday 9 to 4, at the corner of South Main and Rockenstein. High on the hill and right on the price is Rosie's Superette.
7: When was the last time your job let you dream big, gave you a sense of achievement, made you truly happy? Now imagine providing for your family like you never thought you could. Imagine traveling to places you never dreamed you would. Imagine helping others while helping yourself. As a Woodman Life representative, you can earn great money and exceptional benefits like group health insurance and a 401 k plan for those who qualify. Top performers can also win cash bonuses and exciting incentive trips. Plus, with Woodman Life, you'll have the freedom to be your own boss while being a leader in your community. If you're looking for a career where you can be your own boss and determine your own income, we can help. Hi, I'm Tony Angerette, your local Woodman Life recruiting sales manager. Call me to find out more at 724-431-1932. Insurance protection, financial security. Woodman of the World Life Insurance Society of Omaha, Nebraska. Woodman Life, standing strong for generations.
0: Time now for the Grassroots Concert Calendar on The Rock Station 97.7.
1: On the General Concert Calendar on Friday, October 8th, catch Moses and the Trash Bandits at Max Midway on Route 19 in Cochranton from 8 to 11 o'clock. On the Shady Lady Concert Calendar, Wednesday, September 29th, it's the Isaac Cole CD Release Party at Steamworks Creative Route 8 in Gibsonia. Showtime is 730 with special guest utah burgess opening for isaac admission is ten dollars on saturday october 9th it's the three rivers harley-davidson chili cook-off yes indeed it's that time of year already chili season is here join the fun at three rivers harley-davidson with live music from three sides the following saturday october 16th join the noble hops at recon brewing in butler it's a seven o'clock showtime then Sunday, October 17th, it's the Greenhouse Benefit for Growing Together Aquaponics at North Country Brewing Cannery and Room, with live music again by the Noble Hops, who will then be heading to Maryland. Back by popular demand Friday, October 22nd, it's the Noble Hops at Sipside in Oakland, Maryland.
3: When you're feeling sluggish and tired, you need that perfect fix to get you through the day. How about something with great quality that will have your taste buds jumping for joy? It's simple, just head down to Cummings Candy and Coffee to pick up your favorite drink or snack. Cummings Coffee is the perfect option to kickstart your morning or keep you energized throughout the rest of your day. Visit one of their four convenient locations around Butler. Cummings Candy and Coffee is the perfect place to go if you're looking for the perfect brew for you.
0: Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station 97.7.
1: Back to wrap up our Grassroots Show here tonight on The Rock Station 97.7, local music, grassroots style, presented by Shady Lady Productions. Our thanks to two of the members of Murder for Girls, some fun music there, and I hope you'll check out uh, their album and uh, follow what uh, they're up to. Sounds like a fantastic uh, night out. We've had the opportunity to briefly see them on the uh, virtual concert uh, series, the SOS Save Our Stages event. But Done in the Dark is their latest album that they completed uh, last year and uh, got some great, great songs. And they're really struck by that Honeycomb song. Uh, I think that's a fun one, too. Love the diversity. got three different lead singers. Man, they can blend and bring you a lot of different uh, stuff. So uh, we wish them best of luck. Thank them for being on the show. Got some uh, cool guests coming up as we go further. Well, here we are now. It's fall. And uh, we get deeper into the year, and we're excited to have a young man that uh, has been connected to our radio stations for a lot of years, and literally when he was a very young man, because go back in the day, our sister station, uh, which is now butt-kicking country, uh, used to be a part of the Colgate Country Showdown, that uh, unfortunately because of sponsorship issues nationally went by the wayside. But it was a great event, and we've had some people – make uh, significant strides into the regionals and even the finals, you know, Terry Lee Spencer, namely, but Isaac Cole was one of our winners in uh, years past. And uh, he has gone on to move to Nashville and find some success and was part of the Dollywood house band for some years and is having a CD release party in Utah. Before the pandemic moved in, we had Isaac in here and he performed uh, at least one of the songs for us live. And you and I were, both so struck on how well written it was and excited to hear that this is on that new CD.
2: Yeah, really looking forward to this. I mean, he's, he's a class act. And uh, so uh, if you want to see what we're talking about, we're actually going to have a CD release party for Isaac's new CD at Steamworks creative, uh, right down there off of route eight and Gibsonia, plenty of free parking, uh, $10 admission. You can come and uh, check the show out and get a copy of Isaac's new CD. And uh, I'm honored to be uh, opening up for him as well that evening. So come say hi to me.
1: All right. That'll be a great night. Steamworks Creative down in Gibsonia right off Route 8. And that's coming up this Wednesday, September 28th. Isaac Cole, brand new CD. So look forward to that. That'll be a fun one. And, of course, uh, we encourage you to get out and support that local music like we always do. And when you hear the concert calendar, I hope you'll take an opportunity to at least pay a visit to some of the local musicians and the establishments that, that they play. There's some great, great places that are... Continually housing local music around here. And we want to be able to keep that strong and you know, just don't forget what we've just gone through where everything's shut down. And these people are still not even close to recovering. I mean, so any dime you can come in and help out the cause with, uh, it's going to keep this music scene continuing to grow and b- becoming even stronger.
2: And uh, if you're a part of the local music scene, you know that Bob and I are 100% correct when we say it's as good as anything on the national level anyway, so... You know, best value for your entertainment dollar right there, the local music
1: scene. It absolutely is. And a great example of it, every night, every Sunday night, right here on the Grassroots Show, as we continue to climb our way toward 500 in the early part of 2022. Yeah. Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise, as they say. <laughs> hey, we've got some cool tunes uh, to wrap up with, too, and... Uh, this I think uh, continuing even last week, the diversity. Uh, we went to you know kind of a classic standard country style right into some punk, uh, and here we go with a little bit of diversity to end the show tonight. Yeah, that's diverse for sure.
2: Um, <laughs> give a shout out to uh, Dinner Bell Road. Uh, they just opened up for uh, Dylan Carmichael this past Thursday, and I got to sit in with them on base for that show, so thanks for. Uh, Trusted me with that. (laughs) I know one time I played with him, the guitar player quit the next day. So (laughs) hopefully Zach's still in the band. But
1: we'll take we'll we'll throw on some dinner bell road and she don't like me when it rains. Awesome. And we'll follow that up with a brand new song from the band Over My Dead Body. And it's called You Will Know My Name. And you'll know it's (laughs) Over My Dead Body after you hear it. It's tonight, the Grassroots Show on the Rock Station ninety seven seven. We will see you again next Sunday night at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm.
0: Broadcast studios of WLER, Butler Cranberry, a Butler Radio Network station.
8: Say, you got a sweet little operation here.
0: Western Pennsylvania's best rock. I love it. The Rock Station, 97.7. Grove City is the Rock Station 97.7. 97.7 97.7 First with local music Don't miss the grassroots show Sunday nights at 7 On The Rock Station 97.7
8: radio network marketing department specializes in helping local businesses grow through cost effective targeted advertising with the right audience and enough frequency your advertising dollars can provide a tangible return on investment our goal is to make your job easier by providing radio for every lifestyle meaning with unique radio formats we can reach enough of the right customers to positively impact your business The secret formula for advertising success comes down to this. What you say times how many times you say it. Call us today for more information or visit our website at butlerradio.com and click on Advertising. The Butler Radio Network family of radio stations. We live here, we employ here, we spend our money here, and we'll help your business make more money. I'm Kathy Gregory Steiner, and I love what we do.
1: I'm going to play you a song. I think it's a swallow idea.
0: The Rock Station. station.